This is the IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 697. Don't make the speaking examiner's skin crawl. You are listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection. And we're here to show you how to get the score that you need on your next IELTS exam. Find out why our strategies are the most powerful in the IELTS world and get your free video masterclass at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. Now let's get to the show. Today, you'll learn four amazingly impressive phrases for saying you don't like something on your next IELTS speaking test. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Lindsay, what's up? Hey, not much, Jessica. I'm here recording and yeah, things are going well. It's actually a little warmer today. So weather's warming up in Boston. Thank goodness. Here too. I feel like winter is finally like let us out of its clutches because the world is like just beginning to wake up. Yeah. Like next week, the weather we're supposed to have a couple days like in the 60s and oh my gosh, even just seeing those temperatures, even though I'm not experiencing it yet, like I relaxed a little bit like I yeah, started I mean, breathing a little bit easier because I'm like oh thank goodness the, there's <laughs> nothing like those first few days of spring when oh, you gosh. walk outside and there's that freshness in the air and it's actually yes. pleasant to be outside right? I love that <laughs> I I'm sure a lot of our listeners are like fortunate enough to live in places where it's kind of nice all the time right like I'm yeah. picturing like Brazil or I don't know tons of places yeah um, but yeah where you and I live you it's worse I think oh my god <laughs> Definitely winter is, I don't want to go outside. Like, it's not comfortable. (laughs) Yeah, it's so true. That's why I went to Cambodia this year. I just had to get away. I had to get to a place where, yeah, it was okay to be outdoors. So so I'm welcoming spring. I'm excited for it. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. And next week, James, uh, spring break starts from school, and we're going down to LA. And uh, James was like, it's going to be so weird to pack shorts. And I'm like, oh, yeah. That's the best kind of packing. (laughs) Yeah, totally. I know. <laughs> We're excited. Um, all right. So what are we talking about today, Lindsay? Well, we are talking about speaking part one. And one of our students, our amazing students in our Facebook group, guys, when you do join Three Keys IELTS, you get membership to the Facebook group, which is invaluable because you oh can ask questions anytime you want. And people really are in there asking yes. a lot of questions, aren't they, Jessica? It is so active, you guys. Even if it's something like you just check it once a day, I guarantee you there will be at least three or four new questions or comments or notices or just sharing of skills every single day. Yeah. Like we're, our, our team is in there every day answering 
questions. And there's yeah. been tons lately about um, true, false, not given, and yes, no, not given questions. Okay. There's been like, awesome. that's been a theme lately. <laughs> like, why is this not given? I don't understand. And yeah. just reading the other people's comments and learning from those. Yeah. Um, like, it's amazing. I was going to say that. it's. I didn't think about this as much before, but it's just as valuable being in there and just surveying what other people are asking because yeah. maybe someone's asking a question that you didn't even know you had that question, right. but you did. Totally. So it's really going to build your overall awareness of IELTS, <clears throat> right? So that you'll be Definitely. so much better prepared than other students who were never a part of a group like this. Yes. No, for sure. This is the most supportive IELTS community that you could find. Everybody is so positive. Yeah, and so cool. like sharing their summaries of different news articles that they read. Um, I mean, talk about like a one-stop shop for IELTS preparation because not only are you getting all these specific like sort of skills questions, but there's vocab questions and um, like news articles that people post that are related to IELTS topics. Yeah. It's so cool. So cool. I love it. So so in that's where our question comes from today, right? Right in the Facebook group. And one student asked us, well, what do you think? Should we read the exact question or should we just summarize? No, let's do it. Okay. Yeah, let's read it. Okay, so it's by Raheel, and he says, Hi, Jessica, would you please make a YouTube video on interesting high-level phrases for I like or I don't like, right? So today we're talking about I don't like, at least two or three parallel expressions, which I could use in speaking part one. Yes. And specifically, he asked about the question, why didn't you like your elementary school? That's a, that's very interesting. Yeah. yeah. So I could definitely see this coming up on the speaking exam. And guys, every single speaking test, there are questions about enjoy, like, don't like every single time. So yep. regardless of the topic, you know that that is a function of language that you will be asked to express. So this is super useful, you guys. And plus, I'm going to point you in the direction of another episode. It's pretty recent. Um, episode 582. So come back to the blog, IELTS.AllEarsEnglish.com and go to episode 582 because that's where you can get tons of awesome phrases for like and enjoy. So today we're going to focus on the don't like side. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, this is going to be great. And we have a lot of cool ways to show you guys that you can yeah. express this. You know, when it comes to even speaking part one, you got to be different. You got to stand out. You can't sound like every other student. Exactly, exactly, guys. And I promise you, like 99% of the students who are answering these questions are using exactly the same verbs as the examiner asked them. Like, Mm. what do you like about blah, blah, blah? Well, I like this. What do you enjoy about whatever? I enjoy whatever. So, oh my gosh, that's so boring. That's band score six, like guaranteed. It's tricky because, you know, I feel like it's it's kind of bad. A lot of students are buying these vocabulary books, right? These massive books with these vocabulary suggestions, but then they're using all the same words so they're not getting those sevens they're getting the sixes because they sound like the next student who had the same book <laughs> exactly yeah exactly so that's um so yeah the phrase can't stand mm-hmm. that is a phrase that I hear from IELTS students all the time it is because I taught IELTS in a classroom with textbooks mm-hmm. IELTS textbooks for years mm-hmm. and I could tell you like that phrase is in every single textbook interesting, interesting. <laughs> right so it's like if you're seeing this phrase in a textbook that's probably like also in guaranteed six because how many other students are seeing this phrase, right? Like guaranteed that's not interesting or impressive. Yeah. So that's why we have to go beyond the textbook or skip the textbook, right? Don't get the huge vocabulary books with lists with thousands of vocabulary words. It's just a waste of time. 
how are you ever even going to be able to know how to use those? If you're memorizing 100 words a day, it's a ridiculous waste of time, guys. It is impossible. It is such a waste of time. And not only that, like it leads to higher stress and anxiety because that our brains don't like doing that. They're incapable of doing that. And then you feel bad because you can't use the words. Like it's just this right. vicious cycle of like going down this negative rabbit hole. It's terrible. So like instead, choose to be part of a dynamic community like Three Keys IELTS where you get the most up-to-date slang, idioms, impressive vocab. As we yeah. said, like every day in that Facebook group. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Exactly. And we have ideas in the study plan in our course for other ways to find your vocabulary that no one else is going to be using, right? Exactly. So, And we show you how to learn it and how to put it into a vocabulary notebook. But for our listeners today who might not be in the course yet, Jessica, let's give them some great words. What do okay. you think? Oh my gosh, okay. we have such great words. Yeah. So this is really extreme. And remember, guys, in English, especially American English, we do like going to extreme. So instead of just saying that you didn't like something or you don't like something, you could use the verb detest. That's really strong. It's more <laughs> like hate than yeah. like not like. Yeah, I think this word has a root in other romance languages, too. So you guys are probably familiar with this if you speak French or maybe Spanish. I don't know, Portuguese. Yes, true. But yeah, detest, really good one. You know, I don't think about using this very much, but I should in my daily life, you know. Because I know it's more descriptive. Yeah, no, totally. I don't think I use this a lot either. There is a verb that we'll teach in a little bit that I do use because it's just fun to say because um, it sounds dramatic. And I definitely use that one. Yeah. But we'll get to that in a second. So if we nice. think about to test, think about it in this context of speaking part one, something you didn't like about elementary school. Um, Lindsay, does anything come to mind? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Let's see. Well, let's see. Elementary school is so long ago, but... I know, it's a really long time ago. I remember I really detested when I had to wait outside in the freezing cold on the coldest day of the year for the bus. And, you know, yeah, not quite bundled up enough waiting for the bus. I detested those days. (laughs) That's understandable. That it it sounds, here's a good adjective, detestable. Oh, we can say that. Yeah. Um, (laughs) All right. So a synonym for like hate, but in a fancy way, abhor. And I really like this one, too. It sounds like it sounds very fancy. It does. Well, how would you use this? Give us an example of this one. This is good. Oh, gosh. Okay. let's see. Um, I can think about school lunch. And let's see. What did I abhor if it was served in school lunch? I think I abhorred the pudding because it was never like Dessert-y, and it seemed like it should be sweet and yummy, but it was always just like gloppy and gloopy and gross. <laughs> so I abhorred the school lunch pudding. Uh, that reminds me, everyone, did, did, when you were a kid in school, did the kids use the term mystery meat for whatever oh, totally. they were saying? <laughs> yes. 
Yes. That's so funny. Guys, That's like, so any, funny. you don't know if it's chicken, you don't know if it's pork or beef. Yeah. It's just like this gray, meaty <laughs> substance. Right. Could be like um, labeled as hamburger, could be just by itself. But who, who knows? It's a mystery. <laughs> right. That's so funny. It, yeah. Just sort of thinking back to the days of school lunch and hot lunch, cold lunch, yes. all that good stuff. So, yeah. So, guys, again, the more you bring color into your answer and speaking part one, maybe like maybe a tiny, quick little story, right? You don't have too much time, but bringing your own experience in there is exactly. so important and the feeling behind it. So that important. Is key. That is key, guys. I definitely encourage you to write down today's phrases and connect them to a personal memory you have, not just about elementary school, but maybe like one about elementary school, one middle school, if you have that in your country, and one about high school, right? Like yeah. put them in different contexts and bring out a specific memory. That's awesome. And the next one I like because it definitely signifies that you don't like something, right? Something uh, disgusts yep. you, right? It makes my skin crawl. <laughs> this is, you know, when we say this, guys, like this is an awesome chance to um, use uh, body language because yes. I feel like every time we say this phrase, we also give a little shiver and maybe like rub our arms. Yeah, I'm trying right. to like describe it on a podcast, but maybe you can picture like how that would go, you guys, because I think that would really um, that would make this so natural and it would really like help your pronunciation sound more natural and expressive as well. Yeah, absolutely. And you could certainly use this more. Usually we use this when we talk about things that are literally kind of disgusting to us, yes. right? Thinking about all oh, that person's, I don't know, I was, there was an insect that wandered into that person's meal and it made my skin Whoa. crawl, but it could be more kind of abstract. It could be that memory that day where, I, I don't know, something happened yeah. that you hated. You could say exactly. it made my skin crawl. Yeah. Yes. And you could be like, just talking about this right now is making my skin crawl. Right. Yeah. If you're like describing a memory. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not, when I was a kid, I was really sensitive. I'm still a little sensitive to it. But when I was a kid, I was really sensitive to the sound of something being dragged on a carpet. Literally, even oh. just saying it just now, like I felt it in the back of my throat. Like I still have oh, wow. um, a visceral reaction to that sound. Oh, wow. hmm. And it does make my skin crawl. I don't know why, but it's the most disgusting sound to me. <laughs> that is really interesting. Our own, all our own personal quirks, like the things that really freak us out are so yeah. interesting. So weird. Wow. I don't it's know. so weird. <laughs> and for my brother, it's something being like touching a balloon like that. Oh, for him, that's yeah. a trigger. It makes his skin crawl. It's so funny. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> okay. So this last phrase, you guys, and this again, like this is just an awesome paraphrase for to hate something. Loathe. Now, this is the phrase I love to say because it sounds so dramatic and you guys should explore the dramatic way of saying this in your answers to loathe something, like really drag it out. Yeah. And this is very strong. Again, these are all very strong, obviously, right, guys? But loathe. So this could be used to talk about, let's see, I loathe the way that, you know, curriculum is taught to kids in elementary school these days. That could be you feel strongly about it. You think it's done incorrectly. I loathe the way teachers make kids stand up in front of the class and, I don't know, recite something, right? I loathe yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Sort of the rote memorization thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and guys, like if you're parents, right, then you could, it's not just about your memories, you could also bring in your reflections on your kids' school experience. 
experience. Because it's like, you could introduce it and be saying, well, geez, like, elementary school is 30 years ago. Um, but I do know a lot more about my kids' elementary school. And I do loathe the way that, um, that I, that I feel time is wasted in the classroom by reviewing sight words that they already know or whatever. Mm. That's a really good point that you just made. I want to emphasize that again. You're saying that if, you know, the examiner asks you about why you didn't like your elementary school experience and it's so long ago, you're not grabbing onto something quick enough. Just pivot to your kid's elementary school experience. Such a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. We've, we've, yeah, we've talked about this a lot recently and over the years, guys, how uh, important it is to realize the flexibility open to you on the speaking exam. You don't have to just answer the question. If you pivot in an honest, direct way, then you could, you, you could connect it to a lot of stuff, guys. Um, so come back to the blog for this episode. Oh gosh, what number is this? Oh, geez. Hmm. Uh, good question. Um, let's see. Would be, so, let's see, let's see, let's see. This would be 697. Is that right? 697? Yes. Okay. Come back to the blog, guys. IELTS.AllersEnglish.com, episode 697. I will link to two or three other episodes or videos where we've showed you how to pivot in different speaking answers because this is so important to have in your back pocket going into the exam because you don't know what questions you're going to be asked. Yeah, and I would definitely recommend that you guys go and grab that information because there's a specific way to do it, right? We have to acknowledge that we are pivoting and there are certain things you can do right there, but it can certainly be done. So yeah, you have a lot more options than you think you do on the speaking test if you know what the examiner is looking for. Exactly. And that is key to everything, guys. I mean, we taught you some awesome vocab today that will definitely help that vocab score. But you really need to know what vocab and what other speaking skills the examiner is grading you on because it's not daily conversation. And it is different. The examiner listens for something different in part one, part two, part three. So in the course, guys, we tell you just in black and white, super direct and clear, this is what's expected. This is how you get that seven or higher. Yeah, exactly. So guys, to get into the course, if you want extra coaching in the personal coach plan with Jessica, you get two meetings on Skype to practice a speaking test and to practice your writing, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash coach. Okay. Or if you want the basic plan, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash basic. Yes. And I will see you in there. And then you could be in the Facebook group. Yeah. So many advantages. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. Okay, Jessica, thanks for hanging out today. It's been fun as always. Thanks, Lindsay. I'll see you tomorrow. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon.